again with Plugged and Unplanned. And today I'm excited because I have Greg Smith with me. Now, Greg and I go back 20 years, I reckon, um, almost 20 years, where we used to bump into each other in North Sydney on the streets and, and have a chat. And, and to think after all those years, we'd be sitting here doing an interview about another one of his books. And I'm actually selling the book because back then, I was not selling books. I was in chat software, and we were trying to make it on in the internet. So, welcome, Greg, and and congratulations. Thank you, Tony. It's great to be here. And congratulations for your journey as well. It's been a long, long journey. Um, Thanks, mate. Both of us. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Now, let's just talk. I'll intro. So, Greg Smith's new book, "Stop Living Pay to Pay: How to Break the Cycle of Toxic Debt," and you have. How many books now? You've got quite a few under your belt. 17 books. Yes. Wow. Seven, <laughs> 17. Yes. That's more than J.K. Rowling. <laughs> hmm. Let me just check my bank account for a minute. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not as much. Yeah. <laughs> well, more titles, just less less units. That's all. That doesn't Yeah, there's, there's not as much excitement. There's no Quillich. No, should, I think I should put the word Quillich in my books. It might have yeah. a bit of a difference. <laughs> Yeah, we need the, we need the movie uh, we need the movie um, series and uh, and and the blockbuster um, programs that can come out of this. Now, now obviously, seventeen books um, and you've this latest one talk in about toxic debt and and stop living pay to pay. That's obviously something that's um, well, it's been around for years. I mean, if you think about it, it's it's a pretty much a habitual thing that. Uh, that many of us have had to endure and struggle and you kind of get stuck in it. What, what have you, and I don't, people know who listen to my podcast. I don't want to get into the book. I want them to buy the book. I'm not going to, you know, it's, a, it's just like seeing a, you know, I'm reading out the last page and then all of a sudden, um, well, yeah, I don't need to buy that now. I don't, we don't want that. But you know, what, what have you discovered um, in essence, in terms of where we're at in society right now? Well, the message that I'm just going to say to you is that you know, is that anybody can fall into the pay-to-pay cycle. Yeah, and why do I say that? Because people listening and looking at this, um, it's me. I fell into the pay-to-pay cycle not once but multiple times, um, and then until such time, I found out the way out of the pay-to-pay cycle. Because no matter how much you earn, um, there's always things that come along in your life that just whack you for a six. You've got no idea. You know, for example, back in 2000 and just after we were meeting back in the early 2000s, I um, literally lost the sight in my left eye. Yep, yeah, my left eye. I woke up one morning, bit of an irritation. By that afternoon, I was in Royal North Shore Hospital. One week later, I they still didn't know what was going on with my left eye. Yeah, so consequently, I couldn't drive for a year. Um, all of the things started to just implode around me. Um, and so when that happens, you know, you're not expecting it. Yeah, I said, no, 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 I've got meetings <laughs> to go to. Um, and so at the end of the day, it, no matter how much money you earn, no matter what you do, where you are, things are going to happen in your life that you don't expect. Um, and if you're not ready for them or if you're not, let's call it, battle ready or, or, or got your ducks in a row, whichever you, uh, thing you want to say, um, you're going to fall into that debt cycle. And, and so then obviously, I mean, in business, one of the things that I've um, had to um, learn about or just a 
kind of almost like a, a, a mindset is that something's going to come out of left field. Yeah. And, and rather than um, being um, kind of beaten up by it, it's like, oh, right, okay, I wasn't expecting that. Well, if that's what you're, if that's the challenge you're giving me, bring it on because I, I want to, um, I want to be able to go to the, the next stage. I'm committed to going to the next stage. Obviously, that's the same in life. Um, we have relationship breakdowns. Exactly. Uh, we, have, we have kids that might uh, be going off the rails a little. Parents can get sick. Um, whatever. All these things can happen. COVID. Yeah. We're right in the middle of COVID. Oh. Those that are listening right yeah. now, and those that are listening later on, um, mm. you know what you know what we had to go through. And so, um, but is it? The, so I'm just curious. Then, by stop living pay to pay, um, and you. My the first thing is you were saying that my first thing is all right I've got to earn more right if I earn more then I'll be ahead but the way that you said that it's like uh, it doesn't actually work that way um, is it you got to spend less is that what you how what's your what's your overall philosophy because there's tons of strategies in this book I can see there is that, you know in, in two sentences you're not going to solve it obviously but no um, let me put it to this way just you mentioned before like a business yeah. Cash flow is king. Yeah, you ain't in a business. If you don't have any cash flow, you're in a deep, deep hole. Um, and so any business who's struggling will have to look at their cost structure. And any business will also look at how do we generate new creative forms and sources of revenue. So again, put that into the household. Okay, when you hit with these, as I refer to in the book, money monsters, um, anything can happen. Um, and so what you then do is you say, well, Look, well, I've got to trim my expenses. I've got to look for creative ways of getting my sidekick income or looking at getting a new job. But it's not, <laughs> there's no panacea um, of this. You have to have a structured plan and be ready for the ups and downs because just when you think you're out, another big wave comes along. And obviously, you mentioned COVID. You know, the world has swept through ups and downs through COVID. You know, wave one, wave two. And, you know, these things just are, are perennial um, that keep coming at you. But if you have to have that mindset, first and foremost, if you understand the why, why are you doing what you're doing, um, understanding the, the market around you, the world around you, you're going to be a little bit better off and better prepared rather than sitting back and waiting for the next, let's call it, wave to hit you. Mm. So when you meet someone who's stuck in it, do you do consulting work at all in this area or...? Yeah, I do. In fact, I was on the phone um, a couple of days ago to a young person who is exactly in this situation saying, oh, I've got an investment property, I've got a, 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 something I want to do, but I've got no money. Um, what do I do? So they might be asset rich, but they're cash flow poor mm-hmm. and they're living pay to pay. So, <laughs> you know, and sometimes we think we're doing the right thing, but sometimes that has ended up to a bit of a problem. So yeah, so I do I do consult to people. So, so when if uh, my thing is has been um, the quality of your life is determined by the quality of the questions that you ask, and Too true. Um, and if you're a doctor, if you're a financial advisor, if you're a, um, a dentist, um, um, a consultant, whatever it may be, um, what's one of your like like if someone was to sit down with you, what's the first kind of probing question that you'd like to ask someone to see how off track or on track they are? Mm. I kind of ask them why. 
Yeah, it's the old Simon Sinek or it's the, depending on who you <laughs> follow, it's to me, you need to understand and discover why are you doing what you're doing? Yeah, or what has happened around? Why are you in the situation that you're in? And then you start discovering those, those key elements. And after you discover those, you can start looking at patterns. Yeah, what are the patterns that draw it? And sometimes people, when they're in the, that zone themselves, you can't see the wood for the trees. And so when I'm there, I'm saying, okay, let's discover the why. We'll start un unpacking it. And then the why then becomes the what. Like what caused you to get here? So this is why you were doing it. What happened? And then we're going to look at the how and how we can move forward. Yeah, so they're the three simple things, you know, the old who, what, when, where, why, how type things that were all taught many years ago. I've used those in different ways, and that's how I unpick it when I talk to people. Right. So it must mean that it probably doesn't take too long for someone to really stop. Most of us don't stop and, and take take a, um, a moment to kind of check in and see where what things are going on. There's probably things that are happening in our on our credit cards. I could think of it a bunch of automatic charges that are going on from Apple for storage or for Google for storage or Dropbox or I don't know, things that you just kind of accumulate over time and, yeah. and you look at. I guess that must be one of the good things that you get people to do. Just go and take a look at your credit card statements and seeing what what is happening there and did you even know that they were being you were being charged for those things? Tony, that's exactly the point. And sometimes I say to people, imagine you've just lost your wallet, yeah? You need to very quickly write down all the places that you have an automatic deduction from. And so I get people to write it down. And I did it personally myself because I lost my wallet recently physically. Not that I use wallets that often anymore. I, you know, everything's on my, my device. But having done that, when people lose their wallet metaphorically or whatever, you write down all these things, and one person had 48 deductions coming from their credit card. Oh, my gosh. 48. And I said, how did you remember them? Well, I didn't really. And most of them were, look, I get, you know, multiple TV subscriptions. I said, do you really need them all? Well, no, we got bored of one of them but didn't shut the other one down, right? $10 a month, 120 bucks a year. Multiply, 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 multiply. We went through this particular person's life and we found when we started to dig, we found an extra $10,000 in their life that they were wasting every single year. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. It's not hard. And this is the thing. It's not one of these things, live on baked beans <laughs> and whatnot. But once you go to the why, the how, the what, then you get into fixing yourself up. And that's kind of where I've, I've touched on is how to get out of the pay-to-pay -pay cycle. It's those really simple things end up being a bit of method and then a little bit of activity and then out you go. Of, of all the people, and this is just either um, research or your best guesstimate, how, may, how many of us are living pay to pay? <laughs> During COVID, around 65% of the Australian population. Right, wow. Yeah. Um, they've said a lot of people have saved money during COVID as well. The savings rate went through the roof. Um, um, credit cards have fallen. Um, the buy now, pay later schemes have risen. Bit of a trick behind those. A lot of people on buy now, pay later schemes actually attach it to their credit card. <laughs> so it's going from one to another and not coming off the, the system. Um, but really what's happened is the, the people who, the, 
there's a dichotomy happening in Australia at the moment. There's of the 65% of people who are the, the general greater Australians out there who have been hit and hit badly. Um, I also write for Woman's Day magazine, so I get a lot of emails and such, and I get the real, let's call it heartland of Australia, yeah, talking to me, sending me emails, asking questions, and that's exactly what they're saying. Then there's the other, you know, 35% of the Australian population saying, well, you know, doing all right, yeah, I didn't lose my job and I'm still getting my income coming through. Um, we were able to, you know, not travel anywhere because didn't have to spend money on holidays and, you know, I'm not going to work so I'm not spending money on the bus, the, the train or, or petrol, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. lunches because each lunch costs $10 a day or $12 a day, whatever it might be. Um, so those folks are saved. So there's what we, we're seeing is a dichotomy between, you know, rich and poor and it, it's extending. Um, and this is where if you realise no matter if you're rich or you're poor, you can get out of the pay-to-pay -pay cycle. But those people in that pay-to-pay -pay cycle, there are ways and there's a, it's a very smart way of getting out is understanding the why. Get the why. Don't worry about, you know, the feeling bad about asking the questions. And this is where so many people write me questions, as I said, from Woman's Day. And in fact, people after this can shoot me any question. Um, you know, it's not financial advice, but I can help you out in one way. But it's that first step. You make that first step, you're going to be, you know, so much better off than sticking your head in the sand and just waiting for that that letter from the bank or that letter from the credit card company, speaking of credit cards, saying that, you know, we're now going to do some legal action on you. Mm. So, yeah. And that, that's unfortunately what happens. You know, a few days ago it was, what was it? Well, it was World Credit Card Day. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, it was actually on the day that we did this, um, this uh, podcast was World Credit Card Day. So, yeah, yay, World Credit Card Day. What does it mean? Well, more debt. <laughs> so, so I didn't even know they had such a day. Oh, they did. And there's, there was World Savings Day and there's et cetera, et cetera. But really, it's a misnomer to actually make you spend. <laughs> so, Is so. that right? That's mm -hmm. cheeky. Yeah, hey, it's, it's retail. <laughs> yeah. World Stop Living Pay to Pay Day. Is that, that's, the, that's the one we need. Oh, absolutely. Yes, exactly. And that's sort of, you know, end of the day is the book is not the panacea of your problems. It's a help to make you realize where you are. It is a true, it's almost like, I don't want to sell the book too much, but it's a first-hand account of what I went through. So it's almost like a, a first person, yeah, that I've written it in your first person. So I did this, that happened to me, that's what happened. And so you get a lot of candid stories about me. Um that it shows that no matter who you are, where you are, no matter what people may think of you, you're real. Yeah, and as I said, the day that the doctor said to me when I was checked into that that hospital, <laughs> you're gonna have to cancel all your meetings um, and maybe for quite some time. Um, and I went, no, 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 because at that stage I had a radio show. I said, no, I've gotta be on radio this afternoon. He says, you're not going there either. Wow. So this, this You've got to really realise that life is, as you said, in business, it always throws you the, the curve, curve bolts. You've got to stand up and, and be ready for it. So you said you've kind of, and, and this is uh, diving into a bit of your, your honest history, mm. that it's happened to you a few times where you've kind of got back into living pay to pay. So it's not, not as if this is, um, this is something that is... Could you know? Could reappear. It's you can get you can get back into that again. But this is obviously some sort of 
you you've modeled away and created habits to be able to navigate your way out is that is that the right way of thinking 100 percent. like you, you cannot possibly go you know what i'm gonna lose x amount of weight by the end of the month yep done sorted well maybe you might but then sooner or later it starts to creep back on or whatever it is a small percentage of people can continue on that way um i had <laughs> the cataclysmic things happen to me um which I wouldn't bestow upon anybody. You know, I had a major business meltdown where I lost millions and I didn't even see it coming. Um, uh, it was something that was a result of another business going down, which basically took me down and my whole business went crumbling down underneath it within days. Um, I had, you know, a, a, a personal relationship, which I didn't see coming break up. Um, you know, all these things just hit you. Um, a health issue hitting you. So all the, again, life is full of it, right? And people will listen to this or hearing and go, yeah, whatever, you know. But it's true. It, we're, we're human. And I think that's the thing that I like to get across is that I'm giving you a real coverage of being a human, but to show you that it takes a while to get out of this. And once you get that rhythm, it's all about a rhythm. Yeah, so you start getting fitter and healthier and stronger and smarter. Once you start building that rhythm, you're going to be so much better off and so much more, dare I say, confident, yeah? It's kind of like if I can akin this to cooking, yeah? And if I can ask you, Tony, when was the first time you started to cook? Oh, I, I'm good on the barbecue. And so <laughs> that was when I started to um, live on my own. Yeah. And I, I had a balcony where I could have a barbecue. Yeah. And my son was born and he lived with me one week and with his mum one week and um, I couldn't do takeaway anymore. Oh, um, he was too little. Yeah. And, and so uh, that's, and now my wife I've, I've married, we've been married five years together over eight years and, and she's, she was a chef yeah. and oh, wow. she reckons I'm one of the best barbecues she's ever known. So so through, interestingly, um, I know there's probably a lot more detail than what you're asking, but it's interesting. You you start off on something and and you you start to enjoy mastering it, and you kind of want to know a bit better, and then you you want to increase your repertoire, and all of a sudden you feel good that you can excel at something that you were pretty ordinary at. Yeah, exactly. It all comes down to knowledge, doesn't it? Yeah. So the more you know, the more involved you become. Yeah, and the more involved you become the more risks you can start taking. And the more risks you start taking, the more you can start tweaking the various different elements of your cooking. Same thing with your money. The more you know about money and the, the various facets around it and the, the world that surrounds you, the more involved you become. The more involved you become, the more you can understand risk. You can say, oh, that's a bit risky, so I'm not gonna take that one, but this one I can understand the risks. I'm comfortable with that. And then you can adjust your different attitude towards spending, saving, investing, debt. So all of a sudden those things start to roll in a totally different light because you chose to learn more. And that learning takes a little bit of time. You can ask people. The learning might happen through failure, yeah? <laughs> Burning your steaks on the barbecue. Well, I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you go, maybe I shouldn't put the meat on at such a hot temperature next time. You know, real simple stuff like that. But when it comes to money, same, same. You know, you can get really hammered on something 
or you lose your job. Now, here's a classic, I'll tell you, you know, again, with redundancies and, and during COVID, lots of people lost their jobs. Many years ago, I lost my job not once, but twice in one year, right? Made redundant. I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, not a great feeling when someone taps you on the shoulder, come on up, we've got a meeting at, at 11 o'clock. Well, actually, no, we don't. Um, you walk up into the big boardroom and there's two people. One person's the head of HR and the other person's the CEO and they've got one envelope on the desk. Clearly, this is not <laughs> anything more than just a redundancy. So there's the envelope. See you later. Um, didn't expect it. That's a crushing experience for a lot of folks, a lot of people. I walked away very crushed. Then you have to build yourself back up, start again. What are the things that I need to learn out of that experience that I can take forward into the next thing? The next one was unfortunately the company went broke, so <laughs> I had no choice over that matter. But you learn from every single experience. Yeah. So um, do you think? Do you think? Um, and have you seen people that you've spoken to, work with, um, that you can you can um, reset everything that ultimately um, you never have to live pay to pay ever because you continue to invest and passive income is coming through. Do you talk about that at all in your book? I have, it's, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, it, the, book, the book's only just been printed. It Just for everyone, I got the first copy. Greg hasn't even held a copy and I've got one. I know this is a, a podcast so you can't see us, but I'm holding his book in my hand and he's not had a copy yet. So um, um, he's a bit jealous. I'm very jealous. I really want to get it, but yeah, it'll come, I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. So um, just moving into investing and uh, do you talk about anything about that in your book? Yeah, absolutely. See, the, and I guess can, let's come back to a, a, the point where you said, is there anybody who I've touch pointed over the years who have been a success? Yeah. Who've actually learned how to move from a pay to pay into a much more comfortable, much more um, solid experience through investing and through discovering how and why all the way through to the what and the implementation. I have a number of people like that. I had a, um, a couple come to me um, and they were oh, close on about $75,000 in credit card debt. Yeah, um, significant, significant um, area. And what I did was I performed what I call a little budget blitz over the top of them. So we just looked at all the spending, we looked at all their areas. And again, for them for the year, about $7,000 we could save out of their current that was wasteful, yeah? So we then started to pay back their credit cards much faster and, and did that. So after a year or two, and it doesn't happen overnight, after a year or two of this and then putting all the efforts into getting rid of that toxic debt, we then started on a program of saying, well, what's the goals? What do you want to do? And I said, we want to buy a house. So, all right, well, that's fantastic. Well, how are we going to get there? Well, you don't have a deposit, so we need to then start working away. And then we found ways at that stage, there was 95% deposit, uh, home loans. In other words, 5% down and you can borrow 95%. So they ended up going to, and they found, and I guided them through, and they found a mortgage broker that lent, you know, got, them, got them onto a, a bank. With their 5% deposit, they then bought a house. That house has now turned into a portfolio of five houses for themselves. Okay, and that's over a course of 10 years. So they're doing, you know, I wouldn't say they're the most richest people in Babylon, so to speak, but they are doing well. And each house is not 
connected to the previous house in terms of they're not cross collateralized. So they're not obviously, as they call it, a house of cards. If one falls over, the rest are protected. So I'm sure I'm sure everyone that's listening to that that's living pay to pay or not even living pay to pay, but feels like they're comfortable, but they've not accumulated. That's an inspiring story. That's Thank you. that's something that many will want to aspire to have that kind of nest egg for themselves and for their for their retirement and perhaps for their kids. It's, yeah, it's incredible. Tony, you're absolutely right. It's it comes down to knowledge. And I keep coming back to this knowledge point. It's that the more you know, the more you can become involved. And the more you become involved, the more risks you can start taking, so on and so forth. Um, and it comes down to asking questions. And so if you are down and out in Beverly Hills, do not stick your head in the sand and hope that, you know, it's all going to go away. Uh, alternatively, don't just think that, you know, oh, I'm really bad, it's, you know, woe is me. Um, you know, when you're down and out, there's two ways you can go, right? You can slide down the wall and then fade off into the distance or you can push forward and keep going. Um, and it takes a lot of guts to do that. It really does. And so that's why whether or not in your, you've got a partner to take you through or you're by yourself, or you've got a good family, whatever, it just needs that. It starts to come from within first. If you can't do it by yourself, then it's going to be an issue. You're going to take some time to do it. But you need to have that self-fortitude and that self, let's call it direction, that I want to do something, yeah, that's going to get you through this. Mm. And if you don't, it's going to be very hard. And I'll put that as a caveat over the top. You have to want to do to get out of the pay-to-pay -pay cycle because otherwise you'll just keep on rolling back into it. And by gosh, man, um, I wanted to get out of the pay-to-pay -pay cycle really bad because I'd fallen into it once, but twice. Yeah, and it hurt. Um, and um, you know, it took forever to pay myself out. And in fact, I was at one stage, there was no pay. Yeah, so I was in, in a cycle where there was no pay and there was money going out. And that was really scary, really scary. Yeah, and I had a whole bunch of health issues over the other side of it. And really, it was that's a tough time. Yeah, but, you know, I'm no, you know, it's not a, this, this whole thing is not a rags to riches story in any way, shape or form. It, it's a rags to, let's call it cloth <laughs> story <laughs> with maybe, you know, sewn edges. Um, but it's something that, you know, I would hope that people take away and have a bit of a smile and go, yeah, okay, yeah, I can understand that. Um, but more importantly, it's the knowledge. Yeah. I'm talking to Greg Smith, the author of Stop Living Pay to Pay, How to Break the Cycle of Toxic Debt. And this is his 17th book. Um, he's, he's a prolific author and published by Booktopia Publishing, Booktopia Editions. Very excited to bring your book into our stable, Greg. And, and of course, as I said earlier, having known you for so many years now and cross paths in many different ways through the book industry when you were working at the co-op bookshop and I was here at Booktopia and then uh, crossing paths where we uh, used to live in North Sydney. I was um, bankrupt at, at that time or around that time. My son was just born. He was six months old. Um, I remember the, um, the car being picked up and taken away on Mount Street where, you know, where I used to live, as you know, and off it went. And, and that was the best option for me. I had a situation yeah. out of left field where in the, in the early 90s, I had a financial advisor recommend to me 
because um, I was earning good money as a recruitment consultant, that I shouldn't um, um, be part of this uh, film investment scheme. And you could you could um, invest in, invest your tax into the film, and you got a hundred and twenty five percent tax break, and and it was all kind of done through these big financial programs. Anyway, the the tax office. Uh, decided to stop that and they decided to stop it and go back retrospectively seven years to, to, um, so you basically, I owed the tax office something like $250,000. Ouch. So there was a class action um, by all the people that were involved. So that went through the law courts and that went on for a few years. And then ultimately they decided, no, 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 we've heard the class action, but you're going to have to pay us the money. I had no other option. So I basically was yeah. paying, uh, you know, pay to pay. I was p- paying the credit card companies because everything was maxed out. I was trying to pay. I knew I had this tax bill. There was other things. I had a young child. Um, the business that I was in that we had at the time was not uh, going great because the dot-com crash had happened. And so I know exactly what that feels like. Um, you, you don't get much more at the bottom of the barrel than that. And of course, people now know what you know what's happened with Booktopia. So, it is um, it is remarkable to come. I'm I can share with you and with them and with those that are listening that it is very much around your thinking. There's nothing there's nothing more than the thoughts that you have about how you're going to navigate your way out of it. Mm. So that and the thoughts impact your feelings, which then it motivates you. So if you are uh, thinking the worst of worst, it's very hard to think of any other options that you can navigate your way out of there. So I, when I when I see you, and I guess one of the reasons why our publisher, Francoise McHardy, wanted to publish your book, uh, we know it's a, it's a, um, a common, um, I won't say issue or problem, it's a common situation that many of us are having to deal with at times in our lives. And we are desperate to break out of it. And it is the thinking that changes it, is the is the behaviors that we take based on what we know, as you said before. So yes. I encourage anyone who's in this situation or knows anyone, just think about buying this book because it may be just everything that you need. Um, it's it's you know, you know, it's comprehensive and simple. There's there's a lot of detail in here, but there's also very practical processes that you've you've included in there to to kind of get, get you moving. I wanted to ask you though, Greg, because the title is "How to Break the Cycle of Toxic Debt." So, if someone's just, if someone's got no debt, um, they're they're young, they're in their twenties, thirties, um, which is young for me because I'm fifty-seven or you know heading towards sixty. So, but if you uh, if you're you are living pay to pay, but you're enjoying life, um, maybe you you don't overspend, but you're not saving. So, you is this book more about um, the fact that we're accumulating debt and you're trying to get out of that, or is it also doesn't maybe because you're talking about break the cycle of toxic debt, but is it also for those of us who are simply going, I'm not saving anything. Like I literally have worked for the last five years. I've got nothing in my bank account. Sure, I went to Europe when there was no COVID. I, I've I've had fun. We go out clubbing. We eat well in restaurants. I do all that, but. I got no because I certainly was at that point at one time in my life where I was earning good money yes. and there was always zero dollars at the end of the month. Um, yes, yes, and yes. This book is clearly for all those that you just described, those people who are yeah, they they kept their job during COVID. They 
you know, have bought things and, and such, or even out of COVID, people, you know, are going to bars and restaurants again and starting to spend. But it's the good old economics 101, marginal propensity to consume. <laughs> In other words, some people love to just spend. And in my book, I do talk about money personalities, which is actually just briefly, you know, I've got another book coming up later on about that. But this is all about your, I guess, psychology of money. Yeah. Um, a lot of people who are core spenders live in the pay to pay cycle. That's money goes in. Let's say they're paid on a fortnightly basis. By the time, let's say they're paid on a, a Thursday, by the rolling Thursday, one week later, they're asking their boss for maybe an advance for the next one. Yeah. Because um, let's face it, rounds of drinks are expensive. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, the old Uber Eats, it becomes expensive. Yeah. You can get a bits of this, a bits of that, and all of a sudden it's a $60, $70 takeaway uh, between two or three of you, if you're lucky. Um, all of a sudden, these things start adding up. And so, yeah, absolutely. You don't have to be in toxic debt to be to take the learnings out of this book. And in fact, it's it's aimed at both those who are in credit card debt, but also people who are literally earning good money. And again, you could be earning six figures and in a pay to pay cycle because you've got the leases, you've got the cars, you've got the mortgage, you've got the private school fees, you've got the, you know, the expensive excursions. And you know what? You're living from pay to pay. Yeah, that's the truth, isn't it? It's proportional. It's not. It's not just because you're on forty thousand a year, or thirty, or fifty thousand, or sixty thousand. It's at any level. Um, it's actually um, businesses are the same. Stop living month to month in, in terms of your business or governments. It's the same. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, our our, our trillion dollar debts, um, and well, billion dollar debts with the the government is 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 something that we'll be paying for for many years thanks to COVID and, and what happened. But, you know, when it comes down to the micro household level, um, you can't control it. Yeah, even if you're lucky enough to have a job, a six-figure job, uh, and a five-figure job, depending on what you've got, it's how you manage your money is what's going to make a difference. And I think, as you pointed out before, when you were down and out um, watching the car being taken away, you know, I had the same thing. I watched, I had 10 stores being repossessed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And watching people come in and, and, and usher all my team out and literally put locks on the doors. Yeah. Um, not a great feeling. Um, but, you know, it's that, but I was earning okay money, but these things just happen around me. Um, and so you've got to struggle your way through and then find your way through. But people coming back with just like a normal nine to five job and you you literally say to yourself, wow, I've been working for 10 years and I've got nothing to show for it. Um, this book's for you. Mm. So I want to ask two questions then. First one is, is it about budgeting? And if you're hopeless at budgeting, um, will, you, will you have to carry the, the medallion around your neck as I will always live pay to pay? Right. So is it is it about budgeting? And then what about when you start um, accumulating? Are you at risk then? Let's just say you've done very well and you've stopped living pay to pay um, and you you've accumulated thirty, forty thousand dollars in your bank account. And then all of a sudden something happens. Um, 
not even um, something that would like you need to do a house repair, but you just something happens and and you're so stressed that that you you just need to do some retail therapy or travel <laughs> therapy or something like that, and then you're back down to zero again. So it, is it about budgeting? And is it about then if you are accumulating like your your the, your former clients or people that you know yeah. wanted to save that for a house? Is it important to have something that that money that excess an extra that you're saving for is going to something that's actually going to um, is is inspiring and going to uh, transform your your financial your your own personal balance sheet. Mm, Tony, I'm going to answer that in three words. We are human, um, and what do I mean by that is, as a human being, most people do not like budgeting. <laughs> yeah, um, and if you become a slave to the budget, you have a very boring life. Yeah, you need to work the budget to your life. And I think we are human also means that we need to have a goal. Um, we need to know what we want to do, where do we want to go, what do we want to achieve. Um, the book has a whole raft of, as you said before, techniques to take you from A to B, yeah, um, and in fact, A to Z. Um, but what it does show you is that you're human. And if you do have a, an element of life that turns around and creates a, a bad experience, um, enjoy yourself, yeah? <laughs> um, you don't go and blow it, but you have a measured approach. I had exactly the same thing after a relationship busted up. Um, we were going to go and honeymoon was almost booked to go to Europe. Um, this is many moons ago and um, unbelievably so, you know, three months before the wedding, I got the notification that, <laughs> you know, not coming. Um, so, you know, that wasn't an email that I liked. Um, but at the end of the day was I then thought, no, I'm still going to go. So instead of flying economy, I treated myself to a first-class ticket. <laughs> yeah? Would I ever do that again? No, but it's really hard turning right on an airplane ever again, though, <laughs> after you've, you've gone in and turned left to a first-class cabin. But really, it only cost me $15,000 in total, yeah, because it was a pretty cheap first-class ticket. It wasn't, you know... We're not talking the world-class airline, but, hey, it was first class anyway. Um, but it really gave me a sense of being human, yeah, and I could, I could appreciate what I'd done and whatnot, but I didn't let it take over my being of spending the rest and going like, a, as I call it, a drunken sailor, yeah. So when you've got a lot of money, you go and spend it and end up with nothing. So, A, we're human. We don't like budgeting, but we've got to buckle down and do it. B, you set a goal and you go after it. And C, if you need to blow off some steam, do it in a measured way. Yeah, and I think that's the best way forward um, that I would recommend. So when when you think about the um, all the people that you are writing this for, what what is the the common denominator there, or you know, what what sort of what sort of well, who's the right group that are going to always respond to this kind of book? That um, do you, like, I guess you talked about different types of um, archetypes of people who mm. who who you kind of fall into. Uh, is there like a group that will never ever get it, and they'll always live pay to pay? Doesn't matter whether you you know whether you you talk you read the book to them while they're half asleep and they're in 
and, and they're in dreamland and you try and subliminally get the, the information to them and they, they you think they're going to transform. No, because they're always working off a, off a you know, self-sabotaging common denominator. Um, and so, um, unfortunately, that group will never get out of living pay to pay. And But there's others who have a certain archetype where they go, yeah, I'm I'm that kind of person. I, I, if I if I shift, I can do that. Is that how you kind of experience, or or is can everyone get out of it? We've all got it in us, but I think there's you. You are right in some instances. If you the old can't take a you can take a horse to water if you can't make a drink, right? Um, there will be an element of people like that, and there always has been. And I've had experience in that firsthand with people that I've spent countless sessions with moving them forward and only to return to them it's almost like the backyard blitz remember the <laughs> many years ago the tv show right the backyard blitz you go into a house and they've done up the garden it looks fantastic you can go back and it you know it's all fallen away it's all overgrown because they didn't do anything with it again same thing um and you know i perform these what i call budget blitz the same thing i go back after a few years there are some people who are streaking ahead they're, they're doing great things others not so good yeah you mm. so will I think be- that's I think that's a really important undertone here for for those that are listening and if you if you feel like enough is enough and I I want to change things I I do not want to live pay to pay any pay to pay anymore then you know Greg's new book stop living pay to pay maybe this is for you um I you know I'm, it's available, it's of course, on Booktopia, where the publisher and the distributor, but it's also going to be available in all bookstores. So um, by all means, go out. And if if it's not in your bookstore, and because we're publishing it, if you could just go and say, do you have Greg Smith's book, you know, Living, Stop Living Pay to Pay, that'd be really helpful for Booktopia if you could do that, because then that may get them into action and, and they could uh, stock Greg's book and then we'll all be really happy and you can buy the book from them. Um, that's just a little you know, terrible plug for our publishing business. But uh, I am excited about it because we really only just started in the last year and a half and it's it's in its infancy. And, and uh, you know, I guess once again, here we are, Booktopia, trying something new. And and I'm, I'm excited about being a publisher because there's a lot of good books that don't get picked up by the big publishers. And it's very frustrating for authors who... Who have um, who have got something there, and and we can see that we can fill the void. Um, and and uh, why didn't you get picked up by a big publisher? Are they going to someone going to pinch you uh, from from us at some point? Because well, you must have been with over all the seventeen I, books with a very large publisher. I gave them the first rights, yeah, um, of, of opportunity, and I've got to say. Um, it was a very interesting experience, and we'll leave it at that. Um, and the whilst they were very keen on very interested in it, their pathway to release, I think, was something around 2023, 2024. Oh, my goodness. So I said, look, this will could be all over by then. <laughs> so, so I think we need to look at something different. And then I... Obviously, reconnected with your good self. So, so is that um, is this really written for COVID? Then it's very much a COVID, but COVID. It was COVID inspired, yes, because right. you. It's something that clearly was in the 
eyes and the windscreens thereof of most you know Australians and, and globally, but predominantly this is written for Australian environment. Um, the um, COVID has been the, the catalyst thereof, but really because a lot of these stories of mine go back 20, 30 years, I lived through the GFC, right? I've lived through share market crashes. I've lived through September 11. You know, pick a date, although, you know, they all have various different impacts on different people in different economic times. Um, but you know what? It's really a timeless book because at the end of the day, I've used COVID as the catalyst thereof for people to say, well, yeah, you're right. I'm one of that 65%, Greg. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, or, um, you know, moving forward, I just don't want to be there. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's why I've written um, the book for this time. And I think moving forward, it will definitely have relevance. Mm. Kind of feels like it's, I mean, yes, I guess now is more than ever. I think the focus is going to be on that, but um, it, it feels like it's going to transcend. Mm. People are always dealing with um, the issue of living pay to pay. Um, that's not going to go away. So out of curiosity, I, I get a lot of uh, books that I get to talk to the authors about and and there's just so many nuggets of information in there that sometimes a book is um, just kind of, you know, yeah, get the moment and go, all right, I'm going to open on this page and go, what's this all about? And you can kind of get information. Or is Can your book operate that way or is it really more like a manual where you, where you where you really kind of need to start from the beginning and kind of make your way through so you you kind of learn and and kind of consider many of the many of the tactics strategies and things that you put together to kind of make your way through how how do you can you do both or no how how I've written it is you need to start at the beginning and end at the end <laughs> um, reason being because it's a threaded story yeah um, and I refer folks backwards and forwards. Um, you know, I do start out with um, some may call indulgent, others may call it just a real, um, you know, <laughs> what's and all story of how I got to where I was. Yeah. And then the rest of the story tells you how I got out of it. And I refer all the way back through saying, hey, remember I did this, this is what you could do. Yeah. So it's no matter, you know, as I said, I was in bad spaces, um, you know, at one stage I was earning a lot of money, yet I was in pay-to-pay -pay cycle as well. Yeah, I, I was had more expenses going out. Um, so there's all different ways of, of, of doing it, but to answer your question, um, yeah, um, you know, it's all about understanding um, a, a sequence of events. And if you get mm -hmm. those sequence of events in, in your, your mind, and you, you may have needed to read it once or twice and then go back and go, oh, I'll go back to that chapter and then I'll really hone in on that one because that can help me control my debts better or this one here can talk about spending. So they've broken it down into different there, those areas there. It's only twenty four ninety nine recommended retail price, so it's not going to put anyone um, <laughs> into major toxic debt by buying it. Booktopia actually has it discounted at the moment at $17.50, 30% off. So um, for a very nominal um, extra expense that you weren't expecting and has come out of left field, um, we highly recommend you um, uh, spending the money. I mean, you could even do buy now, pay later and and spend over two months $4.50 a month and you could turn everything around. Um, 
Greg, and we're coming to the end of our session soon. So before you know, I close off, because this is plugged and unplanned and I, I never realize where, you know, where these conversations are going to go, I just kind of you know, take it as, as we go. Is there anything that you thought I may have brought up or uh, we haven't covered that you think um, might be relevant to this book or even just in general, um, something, any topic that you, you feel would is the, the listeners are worth kind of considering? Yeah, Tony, one final point. Just make it happen. I think we've kind of been indicating that along the way through, but really, no matter where you are, what you're doing, um, it's time to start. You want to make a change, you just make the change. And I think COVID has taught us that, you know, you get one shot at this life. Yeah, one shot. And, you know, this is a, your money shot life. Give it a go. Give the, it the, 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 it's all about your money. It's all about your life and how can you connect the two um, and make them work. Um, and that's really what I've, I've built up uh, over the years is to understand that, you know, as we said about the cooking, once you understand <laughs> um, how to do it better, the risks become understandable. The knowledge is, is, is your experience then just rolls. And then you can tell others. And like, you know, I, I'm of the very same vintage as yourself, my friend. In my 20s, I was learning from others. In my 30s, I was making heaps of mistakes. In my 40s, I was perhaps apologizing from those mistakes and doing things. Now in, in my uh, 50s, I'm basically giving back. Yeah. And that's kind of what I'd like to sort of end on is saying that, you know, I've now found a thing that I love doing and I can do it well. And I'd like to pass on my, my experience of all these many, many years in the financial services industry and dealing with just normal everyday people, both, you know, from wealthy down through to people who are, you know, on that pathway to wealth um, and those who are struggling. Um, yeah, I, I, I've just enjoyed the whole process. And now I just want to give back. And that's, I guess, what inspired this book as well, just to regale a story that someone can have raise a smile to in certain in certain areas but also go aha that's what i can do mm, good on you that i mean you're talking about the way that i'm interpreting interpreting it all is that how to break the cycle of toxic debt or how to break the cycle of living pay to pay sounds a bit like jump onto a new bicycle or jump onto a new cycle it's it's like the cycle of not living pay to pay is means that you're just doing things differently and to do things differently as you said before is a, you know that make it happen means you actually need to get you've got to get into action and and you're the one that is going to jump from one cycle to another cycle and it's it's because so many people have done it not everyone does it but so many people have that it's it's and and it's not random or it's not because oh they're they're so lucky they um they got this special envelope and and they found the secret to success and we're still stuck here. Actually, no, everyone has the ability to shift. Sure, you may not be able to get a job that's paying 200000 a year, 500000 100000 80000 but uh, there are people, like there's a guy, it was a story I think Robert Kiyosaki mentioned to me and or mentioned to us when I was doing a workshop with him many years ago, there was a guy in America that didn't, he was a postie and didn't earn more than 18,000 US a year. 
and he had something like 18 properties. Yeah. And everyone else could have done it, but he just, he had a particular plan and he just wanted to work on the plan. So it's, I think that's what you're saying is, is that here's some, here's some practical uh, strategies that you can apply to your, the money that's coming in and have that work out a little bit better for you is, um, and so it's, it's, it's open to everyone. That's a hundred percent correct. Yes. As you said, anybody can do this. Um, and you just need to want to do it. Yeah. Um, and it's a, yeah, I guess the end of the day is what I wanted to achieve out of all of this was to pass on, you know, there's millions of money books out there. There's millions of how to books out there, but you know, they've all got a different take on it. Um, but I just wanted to pass on a bit of human content here as well and a human mm -hmm. feel because I've written the book, as I said, in the first person and I've ex probably openly exposed myself um, in a lot of respects. But you know what? I'm raw. That's what it is. That's, you know, who I am. And when we went through the process, the sub-editors went, went a little bit crazy with my, um, my tortured grammar because that's the way I talk. Um, but they all fix it up so it's much, much nicer now. Um, but um, it, it's something that we've got to get across that it's there, it's for you, have a read, enjoy it, um, and I'd love to hear what people think about it. Yeah, congratulations. And we look forward to, to spreading the word and congrats to Greg Smith, Stop Living Pay to Pay, How to Break the Cycle of Toxic Debt famously published by Booktopia Publishing. Uh, it's a Booktopia Editions book. And and for those that get it, uh, I just want a bit of a personal plug. Um, I came up with the idea uh, that on the back of every book, there should be a QR code because now with COVID, we're all going into restaurants and cafes and we all log in through scanning our phone over the QR code. And I, I said to Francoise McCarty, the head of publishing, why don't we put that on the back of a book? Why don't we have that on a book? So when someone's in a bookshop, they can kind of scan over it and they can find out a bit more about the author. Maybe there's some video there. And so um, your book, Greg, is one of the first. That we've, I know it's not the first in the world. It has been done before, but it's kind of got lost a bit in time. It was the people that thought of it was way too many years ago. They were ahead of their time. Um, but I reckon you're going to start seeing this not only from Booktopia on every book, but you're going to start seeing the other publishers do this because um, it re is really helpful. So if you're in a shop and you want to find out a bit more about the book, turn it over, scan the QR code as well, um, and and you can you can discover Greg and and his background, buy the book, and um, if you if you want to consult with Greg, I assume that you have a website. Do you, do people search on the internet, Greg Smith? Um, well, actually, yeah, they can, throughout the book, it's all there. So it's basically budgetblitz.com.au. People can go through and, and, and right. find it there. But really, at the end of the day, throughout the book, we've got multiple ways to, to contact me. Yeah. Terrific. Congrats and thanks so much for your time. Great to catch up. Tony, pleasure. All right. Thank you for listening to the Booktopia podcast channel. Don't forget, you can subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes for free. 
and get access to hundreds of author discussions, book analysis pieces, and more. Or, if your eyes need a workout, head to Booktopia TV on YouTube. Don't forget, for all books featured in this podcast, and for access to a whole bunch of other fun content on our blog, head to Booktopia, Australia's local bookstore, at booktopia.com.au.